Hello and welcome to Filled with His Love, where we talk about strengthening attachment relationships. Today, I have my daughter with me. This is a first. We've never done a father-daughter routine, right? Nope. This is exciting. So I'm kind of excited to do this myself. So my daughter has been, my daughter's name is Emily, and she has been developing a an app. Um, tell us about what, how did you get started in this app? Why did you develop it? So, um, well, I have, I'll, I'll give you the two-minute answer because okay. you're my dad, the longer answer. <laughs> <laughs> So just prior to the pandemic, our 11-year-old daughter passed away due to complications from surgery. And that put me in a very deep, dark hole of grief, uh, feelings I had never felt before. It was really a very scary time of anxiety and not being able to sleep. And one night I turned to my husband and I said, hey, what is going well in life right now? And he said, honestly, I can't think of anything (laughs) except people. People keep showing up and showing love. I guess I'd say people. And that answer kind of sent me down a path of research of why was it that people were the thing that were giving us oxygen and the will to keep going and just really to get up every day. And that led us to um, the pandemic, (laughs) which um, I think you were on the same track as me because you wrote a book about the same thing. (laughs) Almost about the same time, right? Yeah. So I saw this article the other day that said they did this large, very large scale study on what makes people happy. Mm -hmm. And they found out that the more people one knows, the more contacts, the more connections people have, basically the happier they are. Mm. Uh, This means positive connections, you know? Yeah. But they get happiness through, and that's kind of what you were saying, that Tyler was saying, well, people, the people, the connections, the help that they bring us in a time of real grief. As I remember, it was was grief. It was grief. And, you know, our whole entire front yard would be filled with 500 hearts from the elementary students, or people would drop things off constantly. And a year into the pandemic, I happened to walk into our family room and find a group of teenagers in the dark with their heads down. And they were supposed to be having a party in the backyard. And I asked them, you know, what are you guys doing? And they said, well, two of our friends died by suicide today. And we just don't feel like partying. We're, we're sad and we're hopeless and we don't know really what to do. And as I looked at those kids, I wanted to give them a gift, the same gift that our community had given us, which was love and connection. And looking at these 17-year-olds and looking at their phones, I thought, the only place I probably could reach these kids is their phone. <laughs> so I'm going to work on a way that we can connect through phones and maybe turn our phones into something positive. Such, I, th- I just think such a great idea. And so even when I heard about it, you remember how excited I was when, yeah. when I heard about what you were doing. I, yeah. I was kind of invested from the very out- outgo, you know, the very beginning, because... Um, that's what we're trying to do really on this podcast is figure out how to help people have meaningful, good, healthy, secure relationships. And your app is really trying to do that. You, you came up with a name and the name for the app is? Yeah, the name is Buntu. It's B-O-O-N-T-O. And it's a made up word. <laughs> yeah. It comes from the word Ubuntu, which is an African term that means I am because we are. And it's just helping us remember that, you know, no one comes into this world alone and we don't go out alone and we, we need each other. And there's a, there's a story about a certain tribe in South Africa where when a child misbehaves, they put them in the center of the circle and they speak of all the good the child has done for two days because they believe that 
affirmation has more power to change human behavior than shame and punishment. And so that's the idea of, of Ubuntu is we usually know what we're doing wrong in life. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's helpful to have people just pointing out what we're doing well. I am because we are, right? Right. And so in a sense, my existence depends on you, somebody else. It depends on us. It doesn't just depend on me. I can't be in this world, an individual, alone, isolated, and with nobody else, right? I can't really be that way, right? We literally cannot function or live. I mean, the only yeah. way, reason why humans continue to exist is because we work together. Yeah. And, you know, someone was talking about, this is so great, I'd love to write an article about how you have developed this app. And I said, well, that would be impossible because... 500 people have developed this app. This isn't even about me. I mean, without the hundreds and thousands of researchers that that taught me and all of the youth that we've interviewed, I mean, it would have been impossible without the we. And along the way to developing it, I remember you had a gathering in our home here mm -hmm. of BYU students. Tell, tell about that just a bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're in our, our midlife and I feel like we're a little bit out of touch. So <laughs> we spent a year just really talking to focus groups um, of our target age. So I really wanted to focus on the 17 to 24 year old age group. I have four teenagers myself and we wanted to get their feedback on where we were not being cool, to be honest with you. <laughs> so it turns out we're not that woke. And but you, you were already cool, right? <laughs> no, I mean, we, we, they slash things left and right. We used to have bird as our icon and they said, we hate birds, get rid of the bird. And we went down a lot of fun paths, but um, they gave us such good feedback and uh, were really helpful. Yeah. I saw somebody the other day, just the other day uh, from that group. And oh. he said, hey, I was in your home. I did that thing about Boont. Oh, how fun. <laughs> and I said, yeah. So, yeah, this has been quite a project. Um, those of you who have never developed an app, and I have not developed an app, but now that my daughter Emily has developed an app, I have quite a bit of different feel for just what it takes to launch one of these things. It's You've had people in Brazil working for you and everything, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we sat in a room maybe for six hours one day and 900 post-it notes just brainstorming everything we would put into this app because, you know, the goal is to make something very difficult easy. So if, if I want to send, you know, 10 really nice greeting cards and I need to drive to Target, find those, identify them, buy them, write them, put a stamp on them, find those people's addresses, that can be a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Not something my teenagers are going to do. But, uh, you know, I talked to my nephew last night and he just said, I love this. It's so easy. And we want to make it easy for people to share love. And so give us some examples, if you could, about how people do share love. Just some of the posts that you've seen on the app that you think are really effective? Yeah, so I, I see a lot of um, child to parent, which has been really exciting. A lot huh. of um, I love you mom and you know, why, you know, what their parents are doing for them, which is nice to see. Um, a lot of middle-aged men actually <laughs> have been using our <laughs> app and they write the longest, most meaningful posts, which is shocking. Interesting. Uh, to their colleagues, to their kids. Um, 
that has been really a surprise and really fun to see. Teenage boys also have latched on. Really, huh. um, I, I we kind of designed it for a masculine uh, look. It's very gray and hip and cool, and that was intentional. Uh, we think we can get the female users, but we definitely are getting a trending male, which is exciting. But, but, so you really are getting young men and older men to <laughs> we use We are. And some of the feedback they've given us is, thank you for giving me a space where I don't feel uncomfortable sending this message. So huh. I would never send this via text. It would seem very out of place. Um, but I feel like this is the right environment for me to express how I feel about someone. I'm reminded for some reason about a research study that I saw years ago that talked about gender in the workplace. And so when you've got a male boss and a female worker, the female worker likes to have some positive feedback knowing that she's doing all right, knowing that what her work is that she's doing is approved of and everything. So she kind of lives for a little bit of this. Oftentimes men don't. Mm -hmm. They don't need it. As long as they don't get negative feedback, they feel okay. Mm, <laughs> and yeah. and the and the male person giving the feedback oftentimes doesn't give a lot of positive feedback and is more likely to give negative stuff when they need correction. Oh. That's what he sees his role as sometimes. This is a gender kind of a thing. And uh, your app could maybe turn this around. <laughs> well, I've seen it. I, I, I get to have this mode where I get to see all the public messages, right? Yeah. Because I'm the administrator. And it is, there. you know, both parties have to agree to share. So we do have a lot of private messages going on that I will never see. Yeah. But um, seeing those public ones, it's there's a lot of male to female being very complimentary, which I would never send some of these things, let's say via Facebook. It would seem like I'm trying to maybe, you know, right. hey, do you want right. to go hang out for lunch? And in Ubuntu, yeah. it keeps it just saying, like, I just want to say thanks. Yeah. And the Ubuntu message maybe doesn't just go to the person they direct it to, but it can go all over the place, right? Is so, it? well, that's an, that's a, this is kind of the secret sauce of the actual um, app. So yesterday, my nephew said, hey, and Emily, I have a message in Bangkok. Well, he doesn't actually have a message in Bangkok. He sent me a message and I sent one to someone in Bangkok. But what we do is we track every individual's impact on the world through their, not just their message, but their kindness. So if I send one to you and within 24 hours, you send one to mom and within 24 hours, she sends one to Lisa, I get an impact score of four. It's not the same message. We sent individual meaningful messages. Huh. But what we're tracking is that when you actually send something that is kind, kindness is contagious. Neuroscience has proven that it's just like a disease. <laughs> so yeah. when we do it, we spread it. And so we are actually tracking the spread of your kindness. And so when you kind of give me a positive message, then I want to give somebody else a positive message, and that person wants to give somebody else a positive, and it can be a different message, yep. right? But it kind of kind of stimulates this kindness over and over again. Yep. It prompts you like, oh yeah, like I want to do this. And you know, when we text message, we always think one of the one of the things we get from our um, users is, oh, I just want to tap back and I want to give them a heart and I want to give them a like. And I say, I know because for 10 years we've been trained that we have to do that. <laughs> but we don't in fact have to do that. It's okay to receive the message, love it. And then guess what? You can pass it on. And we're trying to do more of a pay it forward in meaning rather than just like each other over and over again. I really like it. I, I, it makes me think too of this uh, writer that I read about one time when he says, I like to send messages out to the world. In other words, I want to make the world a better place. I want to send a message that is going to uplift, is going to help somebody 
feel better about life. I, I want to send messages out to the world. But the power about what you've done is you send mess, uh, a message to a specific person, and then that catches fire and sends more messages all over the place. It's So, big question is, well, yeah, first, before, before I ask that, so what about, uh, do you have any examples of messages that you can kind of pull up at all or, or just, um, you know, I'll, I'll just, I, I, I took a message from, I got a message from my husband who obviously I see every day and helps yeah. me on this. And he said something to me the other day on a message where he said, you are one of the, you are the smartest woman I know who is actually compassionate and kind. And that may not seem like uh, much to someone, but for some reason, those words, and they were said in a much more eloquent way, those words just meant so much to me. And what we found as we have researched kids is you never know which thing is going to be the meaningful thing. It could be the 45 word thing, or it could be three words. The moment you need it, it comes and it's there. And we have not actually figured out what that is yet. It's going to be part of our research as to why are some messages more meaningful than others. I kind of like the idea of someone being inspired to send a message to somebody that they think might need it. Yes. You know, um, how that happens. I mean, we can say very out front, it can be a process of personal revelation, inspiration. Being close to God is going to help you know what somebody else needs and when they need it. Because maybe Maybe you saw something on Facebook or you saw something on Instagram that said, oh, I didn't know that this was happening in this life, in the life of this person. And then you send Ubuntu and they say, wow, that just meant a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, it's so fun for me because habitually during COVID, I'd wake up, you know, your phone is your alarm and I would look at the news or look at social media. But when I wake up now, I just grab Ubuntu and I write my three Ubuntus. That's my goal every day is think of three other people. And then the rest of my day, guess what? I'm only thinking about other people. It completely changes my mindset from a me to a we. And even outside of the app, I'm seeing people in my world that I maybe didn't see before. And again, I mean, we don't want to start uh, citing all all kinds of research, but, but research shows that this process is what leads us to a happier, more fulfilled life. And obviously better, secure, enduring relationships, right? Exactly. Because when we are outward focused, when we're thinking of somebody else and not just our own, how, how, how can anxiety flourish in a person who's really not thinking about their own fears? They can't, they can't flourish, you know, anxiety can't flourish in them because now they're focused on somebody else's life and it may not be that that person is in terrible trouble, but it may be that that person needs a boost, a little lift, and you can give that to them. I, I just really like it. So before we end, I think if you could tell them how do they get Ubuntu, what do they do to uh, start Ubuntu, where do they go, how do they do it? Great. So we just launched in the Apple App Store. We are unfortunately only available on iPhone right now. So if you have um, an iPhone, you can download Ubuntu right now and you'll download it. And I would just suggest send your first Ubuntu. 
um, yeah. start by sending one. Send a kind message to someone. One thing that's different about Buntu from other platforms is that you have to have their phone number. It's only with trusted connections, so you can't search people. Uh, we wanted to make it safe for kids, and as a parent, that's the number one thing that was on my mind. Uh, we yeah. want to connect people to who's close to them, not strangers. So, yeah, um, if you're on Android, we're going to be finished in about two months, so we hopefully will... Uh, Get that out soon and uh, would would love to have you join us. Fabulous. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this. I have enjoyed it. I, I would We could talk forever, <laughs> actually. Uh, not hard for us to talk about these things. So uh, I hope you'll download Ubuntu and give it a try and send a Ubuntu message to somebody that is meaningful in your life. And we look forward to seeing you next time. <laughs>